Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> luxury healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and go places that make me feel good and things that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. I am definitely here. It is December 17, 2020, and I know I'm coming at y'all like super late in the week, but your girl was working and handling her business and doing what needed to be done. So today's show is called Memento Mori, which is this beautiful, beautiful frame um, in Latin, which means remember you must die. Uh, the alternative to that will actually name the last show of 2021 uh, memento vivid. So basically, um, and I put this in the intro that when the Roman soldiers were taking some of the slaves, which you know they were white slaves and former gladiators and things like that, the uh, the executioners, they would round them up, you know, and take them off to be killed. Well, the prisoners, the slaves, started chanting Memento Mori to allow the executioners to know, not so much, I think, to have grace and mercy on them, but that, like, motherfucker, one day you will die too, you know. So remember, you must die. So basically, I kind of take it as that they were pleading, like, you know, uh, if, if you're going to do me like this, just remember, you, you got to go one day too, so you would hope that you would have grace and mercy on me. 
Now, the reason I love to talk about grace and mercy is because that's what separates God from kings, grace and mercy. God do things because they can. Kings do things based on their love of God. So if you ever watch any of, you know, everybody's watching The Crown, but just historically they always say God saved the king, right? So that means that the God would trump the king. Why would you want to be king or queen? And so there have been a lot of things that have been going on this year that put me in a place where I was allowed to have grace and mercy. So basically I wanted to do a 2020 recap so that you guys can see that um, what is getting ready to happen for 2021 was not my fault. Um, People put me in positions and in places where they didn't leave me a choice. And I'm one of those people, and especially when it comes to black men, um, not so much that I'm lenient, because I do. I'll be biting y'all motherfucking heads off when necessary. But at the same time, I try to understand, like, your mental health. Like, what the fuck was you going through that day when you decided to do or say that? Or, you know what I mean? Like, where you're at in life. Are you financially capable of doing certain things? Because I know that especially with black and Latino men, if their finances ain't right. So let's start the year off. December of 2019, before we get into 2020, um, I had solidified a contract with Unc. Y'all so lovingly, y'all just love Unc. Um, and I mean, I get it because I really hyped him up and um, put him on a pedestal. And really, I shouldn't have. Uh, the person that I should have put on the pedestal was myself because this entire year I've done everything myself. Every label, every order, every delivery, just. Everything. I asked the man the other day, like, hey, we're part of hashtag Buy Black Buffalo Week. You might want to repost this to no avail because um, I know people that he knows and they he never posted it. So it's just kind of like, you know, I've always been about the money. I'm always the queen of pentacles, right? But when you're transitioning into the queen of cups or into the hierophant or into uh, the high priestess, and I'm talking about like the tarot deck, um, things have to change. So January of 2020, we bring it in. Obviously, I'm at work. Life is good. Life is amazing. Uh, I end up going to L.A. right around that time um, to see my niece. My family and I turn around again May 6th, right around the time Kobe Bryant um, died. Um, I was hospitalized uh, right before my trip in March because I had – an unfortunate accident uh, that was so embarrassing. I, like, almost literally bled to death. And, um, you know, that kind of changed things, Um, not for me, but for, you know, Unk, which it shouldn't have, uh, (laughs) given his, you know, history. So March happens, we end up quarantining um, a week after my family returns from our vacation in L.A. and in um, Vegas, for which we own uh, two apartments out there. So, But we ended up staying at the Palms because that's more fun. So April, May, and June, all awash. Um, during that time, I think I saw um, once he came up here. Because the thing is, is, it's not about like putting my business out there. It's about 
I can create anything I want to on the Internet, but this is what I want y'all to really know, and that's why I tell y'all sometimes that some of y'all are not strong enough to do the shit that me or my friends or my colleagues do because you would have been left in a situation, and kudos to you for that, but I don't function and move like that. I will tell somebody literally 1.8 million times the same thing, but I only leave once. I warn you, I tell you in advance, like, yo, this isn't working for me. What can we do to fix it? And then after a while, you don't call me, I don't call you. Things start kind of falling by the wayside. And then when you go to touch me, I cringe. You know, so, you know, June comes, my birthday comes. I had to fly out to uh, L.A. My niece had um, an unfortunate event happened with her physically. And um, I was there for that about the week before my birthday. My birthday comes and goes. I'm literally in Buffalo on my birthday, which has never happened to me. I don't even think I spent Buffalo, my birthday in Buffalo when I was a youth when I was in my teens. I was always somewhere on an island or somewhere hot because my birthday's in June. I'm a cancer. So um, this is what I want to be very clear because, again, Y'all think that everything is so, and I don't paint this picture for y'all. Some of this shit that I say about Unc, I be joking, and this show isn't about him at all. This is just about my level of tolerance and how this is not going to happen in 2021, and there are security measures in place for that to not happen because I think that as we all were coming out of the quarantine after I gained 11 pounds, I lost the shit immediately because y'all know I'm a former marathoner, but it put me in a space where on my birthday, I'm literally around the corner from where the man lives and didn't see him. He didn't pick up the phone, nothing. I didn't get a gift. And, that's, you know, that's fine. But in the six months that I was in business at that point, I had done my sales. I had done what I was supposed to do. I could have handed him back his money right then and there because it was a short. So that's really what, started deteriorating the relationship because I take care of my people, you know, and if I don't remember your birthday, I'll get it to you the next week. I'll be like, oh, shit, you know what, I owe you a drink or something. And I think that because I don't complain, I'm not no begging-ass bitch. I'm not – the only thing I'm going to ever beg anybody for is some time. And then if you don't give me the time, don't be upset when I don't have time for you. Like, and everything that I do is a fucking setup, everything. So if you think for any moment, anybody that deals with me in business, my child thought that last week, you know, everything I do is a setup. I literally just sit back and watch people do exactly what the fuck I thought they was going to do. So Unc had some issues in the summertime. It comes out that he was upset that I went to L.A. and I didn't tell him. You're not my nigga. You're not my dude. Like, (laughs) it's very clear. So I, I don't know what responsibility that I had because a, I'm not fucking you, and then B, it's like, what are you talking about? You'll disappear for two, three weeks at a time. You did so, you know, in February and shit like that, and there's nothing I can do. So we started having strains where I would just not talk to him for a while. I don't tell y'all about that because y'all just love a fantasy, right? So um, June happens. During that trip in June, I meet one of the writers and execs, at a, a very popular Netflix show. He encourages me to go ahead and get my podcast up and running on iTunes, and so I do, and I'm ever thankful for that. That same dude, we ended up having an altercation, a physical one. Um, 
I don't know what happened. I don't even remember what happened. It was a lot of tension flaring and something was said and I didn't appreciate it. And I felt like I was, you know, pushed or something. And I went very 716 because y'all know I don't really fight women. It's mostly Negroes that I've fought in my lifetime. Um, So we, you know, end up not speaking for some months until his birthday. And I reached out and said, happy birthday. And this is, this man is married. This isn't, you know, anything like that. It's nothing like that. But it was nice to hear that somebody was proud of me for the 358, 368 shows that I've done. I have a ton of content. I have a ton of books. And I think I just was playing in the shadows for too long because, you know, I'm comfortable there. Just being in the back, just handling my business. I don't really need the limelight. I just need the money. So um, July comes around, you know, still beefing with Unc, you know, um, you know, on the last minute, I find out I have to go back to work. So I was trying to go to Florida. I was trying to do all these things, but I think that the gods saw otherwise. Because um, y'all know I used to live in Florida, so that's my old stomping ground, you know, and then COVID hit. So during this time, anything I wanted to do on vacation was cut short anyway. So I go back to work in July, August. I finish up my Reiki practitioner class with my baby girl, Sierra. She's uh, out on the West Coast now in L.A., but she was in D.C. So there's an entire conglomerate of me's, right? I'm just auntie. So I'm like the, you know, I'm in a different space in the in the group. So and we've all just kinetically just came upon each other out here in the universe. And um, I finished the Reiki class because every year I recertify to do Rage and Reiki. And I go upstairs to take a nap, and a tree falls on my truck. Now, the truck had been paid for. It was going to my son. I was getting ready by myself, you know, probably a little Range Rover or something like that, which I saw on them pictures on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott. So I end up being on foot for about two weeks in August, and this was another realization. You know, um, got into it one of my family members. That was another realization. Um, was able to reach out to a friend of mine that I knew that beyond a shadow of a doubt they would come, you know, if I was on the side of the road. And, and you know, me and this motherfucker ain't even cool like that. It just was a situation where they were like, you know, if you ever need something. So those type of relationships I like to cultivate and I like to culminate and I like to bless those people because if not for those people that I don't call on a regular basis, I don't see them on a regular basis, you know, this is the show where I'm going to say thank you. You know, y'all motherfuckers really came through for me um, in the clank, you know. So there was that situation. I was on foot. Numerous people offered me rides, like, do you need to use my car? I'm like, nope, this is good for character because it just – what it does is it lets me know that people really don't give a fuck about you at all. So I'm walking home to to one of my, my buildings at 4 o'clock in the morning for two weeks because I didn't want to disturb my stepfather or my sister or any of my brothers to come get me. And quite frankly, only one of my brothers knew that I was without a car, um, and that was like towards the end. So that happened. You know, keeps putting me in this situation where it's like really bitch you really out here by yourself like you really you know so that was August September um we find out I have a stalker 
And this isn't something that happens a lot, but it's it's due to the fact that I keep my 716cbd.com and my Raging Reiki and my publishing of books and my Amazon criteria and all that shit separate from my actual job. Okay, and I do that because at my actual job, I'm actually very visible. You can see me, right? I I may not see you, though, because I'm working and I'm in charge of six figures, no less than six figures at all times, so well into the six figures. So we had a stalker, pulled over, tried to get out the car, whatever, called me by name and everything. I was escorted to my car um, for weeks, Came home, nerves was bad, threw up. But I think that was the guy's way of like, bitch, you flipping. You know, you walking home at night. And then, again, it just goes back to nobody gives a fuck about you but you. And even my own family sometimes, like, I think that because I don't ask for help, they just assume it's not needed. And they don't understand, like, bitch, I just worked eight hours on my feet. Like, I'm tired. So, you know, still no unk. You know, he knew that there was a stalker, didn't do shit about it, knew that I was on foot, didn't do shit about it. And, again, that's not my nigga. What was he supposed to do? So these things are, are running through my mind, which is turn off. Pussy gets dry when, you know, people are are seen in a certain light in the streets, and then they can't be that way for you. Um, So I'm kind of like, really, is that? really true what they say like you know what I mean so it's it's not about that it's just about um what people's priorities are you know so it's a lot easier for me to look in the mirror and say you are not a priority to this man right I'll hurt my own feelings so you don't have to do it but when we get to the place where I was going to leave that one time there's really not a conversation that can be had okay um Energy is a currency, and so I, I felt myself, of course, we, we love us, we do. But the problem is is that the more you are away from me, the more that I don't see you, the more that there's no routine, and the more you keep taking off my plate, that's not, like, come on, man. Like, that's, that's not no shit that's going to make me stay, and you know that. Um, I also think that I got comfortable, like niggas do, And, again, I'm not, you know, the most fantastic bitch, but I'm not ugly either, and I get money. So even if I was an ugly bitch, I still get money, right? So niggas love bitches that get money because now they can get money with you or they can keep some money with you. And I don't ask niggas for shit, okay? So September I have a stalker. I have to fill out a police report, whatever. Recently the motherfucker came back. They ended up picking him up found a bunch of shit in this car that suggested that he was really going to be excited to see me. Um, And that shit kind of affected me because I'm extremely violent, you know, and I stay in the house because I don't, you know, want to be that way. But then I had to start, you know, being able to protect myself and parking my car in certain places so that, you know, it was always under surveillance when I was at work. And so when you finally catch the person that's actually been stalking you and you, you, I don't, I didn't know this man. I don't, I don't, I never seen him. I never, he knew everything about me, knew my name, knew everything. And I'm so, so for as much as I talk on here, I'm extremely private. You know, nobody knows Unc's identity. I think there's maybe one person that would be able to identify the motherfucker if he was walking down the street. Um, and I keep it that way because that keeps him safe when really in reality I should be feeling safe. 
right? So when you find somebody that has all these mechanisms, and that doesn't mean that this man was going to rip my spine out or he was going to whatever, but he certainly had the tools in this vehicle to do so. Um, that tape everything. And so it just puts you in a light where it's like, again, my job is protecting me more. I'm more of an asset to my job than I am to certain people in the street, right? Because everything that I do has to be, you know, merger, acquisition, asset. And, and again, I'm not putting this all on Unc because he has his own situations and his shit he's going through. But it just got to the point where I just I'm, I don't want to talk to you about anything because everything we talk about, hey, how you doing? I'm fine. That's great. You know, this motherfucker don't ask me for no information about the business. He really, I don't even think he cares. I think he just was like, here, get it. You know, and it, it feels like he just threw some money at me and was like, I bought her. Nigga, I, <laughs> I will hope on all the stars in the sky that you didn't think that that amount was going to be sufficient. Like, if that's what you was trying to do. I'm not saying that's what he was trying to do. And that's hurtful, you know, because that was probably, I've spent that type of money on two pairs of boots, okay, in Florida, all right? Hmm. So September and October, I'm horrified. Halloween comes, life is good. I dress up as a Mazikeen, which is one of Lilith's demons. I get invited to a party. I actually took a day off to hang out with my friends. Very private party in Buffalo. This beautiful, like, you know, redone home. And I actually see Unc. I got on these, like, patent leather pants. And then Unc attempts to tell me, he's like, well, it was the equivalent of the you know what this was conversation. But it was a lie. Because if I had known that and the reason that I'm talking about Unc is because he's been such a big theme. He has his own character, you know, in my blogs and in everything that I speak about. But I want y'all to understand that we were talking about abundance on the Tiny and Brave show, which is, you know, every Monday night, you know, I do a live with her on Instagram. And we were talking about abundance and we were talking about, like, what I do and what I say to create abundance and one of the things that I do is I always say that I'm thankful. So it doesn't matter if it's a dollar, it doesn't matter if it's $20, but as the notoriety started um, going, you just kind of really, because, you know, the show is about single mothers, and you really just start to realize, like, I'm really out this motherfucker all by myself, and I, I feel insulted by uh, now that I'm looking back on it, reflecting on the year, like, nigga, you really thought, like, that that was okay, like, to just be, like, here, you know what I mean? Like, and then I'm going to, like, no. Like, the fuck you talking? And it's not it's not about money. It's about, like, we, we have a communication problem, Uncle and I, because he doesn't talk, and now I don't feel like talking. So it's like, this motherfucker don't know that I was just in the hospital recently having a procedure on my stomach. He has no idea. He has no idea, and he's going to say, oh, you could have told me, what the fuck for, my nigga? You, you, <laughs> you wasn't going to come up there. I told you a motherfucker was riding around in the streets looking for me and shit, and I didn't know who it was, and it was a stalker. And you know who protected me? Fucking the Niagara Falls Police Department. That's who protected me. Okay, my job protected me. Security officers, you know, walking me to and from my car. My toy protected me. You know, things I play with in the woods protected me. Okay, this does not make my pussy wet. This does not make me, I, because of the violence that I 
have seen and have been through and everything, um, I have to have somebody that is protective, that's like, you know what I mean, always making sure I'm good, like, you know, doing a little text, did you make it home? And, you know, I said this to Unc, I said, you know, when you go on your little two-week hiatuses, you know, motherfucker, I could have been in a car accident. I could have, a lot of shit happened. So it just got to the point where I just didn't want to tell him shit no more. But because Unc was such a character in my life this year, you know, um, I tell y'all all the time, a lot of y'all are not strong enough to deal with the type of motherfuckers that I deal with, but you want abundance. This is a man that when when he calls your phone, you got to pick up the phone. This is a man that, yes, he gave me X amount of dollars, but I think in his mind he really thinks that was, like, all he had to do or, like, that that was, like, really, like, wow, that was my nigga. And, and I think that he got confused in the beginning because I think he thought I was, like, some bum bitch or, like, some low-key. No, we're not low-key. We're not bummy. We get money. It's fine. So, October comes, I see Unc, he says some shit like, you know, in the beginning, we we did this because you was going to try to help me and I was going to help you. And I was like, my nigga, that is not, sir, when I saw you and you saw me, time stopped. We both were attracted to each other. Then come to find out that I knew him, remember I told y'all when I was younger. So at that point, when I'm pulling cars, I'm like, okay, well, I knew the nigga was coming. I knew he was coming because it was all in my car. Like a water sign is coming, and I'm like, really? really? That's not gonna work because it's too it's too explosive. So I don't like when people try to switch up the shit mid game. But if you're gonna do that, motherfucker, sit me down and be like, look, this is what happened. I chose to do this over here. I'm talking to these three bitches over here, and I got one at home. Okay, now. I understand, and, and it's embarrassing, it really is, because I had to have a conversation with him about that recently. I'm like, bro, you be thinking that shit is innocent. I got snapshots, all type of shit. It's not my problem. That That's not, because there, our contract is violated if I fuck around and if he fucks around, okay? But remember, I'm not the type of bitch going to accuse you. I have actual physical proof, the bitch standing right next to me, like, this, this is what I do. So it's no misunderstanding. So the reason that the contract was written that way is because I'm not a cheater, nigga. I just leave. Here, take your money. You could go. The contract is over. I don't have to stay in this contract. It's, it's not like the man gave me 100000 and was like, here. And I'm like, wow, I got to, you know what I'm saying? That's not what happened. And so I feel very embarrassed that y'all think that this relationship is so, because it's not a relationship. We're not even really friends, right? Because you would tell your friend that you was hospitalized. You would tell your friend that they caught your stalker. You would tell your friend that you've been throwing up. You would tell, you would go to lunch. You would reward your friend. You would remember to call your friend on her birthday and say happy birthday. And really, again, it's just like I tell you guys all the time. You have to look in the mirror and look at the nigga that you fuck with and say, this nigga don't fuck with me. And I don't fuck with him either. So, again, remember I told you, I will tell a motherfucker a million times, I will cry, lay on this floor, tantrum, but I'm only leaving once. And I don't even warn motherfuckers no more. You call and the phone is fucking cut off and it's something else, it is what it is. Right? Because you, we, we as women give, and men too, y'all give motherfuckers too many chances to disappoint you. You give people too many chances. Life is too fucking short. A lot of motherfuckers died of COVID this year. Okay, my product at 716CBD.com, the elderberry tincture, that shit gets delivered directly to motherfuckers that just had COVID in my, in my area, as well as down there in Atlanta and anywhere else I know. You know, the business was featured on a bunch of pages. You know, we just literally, so, so let's get back to 
Uh, we was in October. Unk says the crazy shit. I'm in the car about to cry. And I realized, like, this is the first time I've been feminine. And then I start thinking, like, maybe, you know, that now I understand why he fucks with younger bitches. Because younger bitches would have lost their mind. But he also would have probably clapped them. Because at the end of the day, young bitches ain't going to let you just keep telling them you're going to do something. And you don't fucking do it. I'm going to 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 do it. Seven months later, still didn't do it. I'm going to make this for you. I'm going to make this for you. I'm going to make this. And then still didn't do it. You're like a fucking joke right now. I don't believe nothing these niggas say anyway, but the point of the matter is I'm really not the type of bitch that you want to promise you're going to do something. You don't fucking do it. And then there's a communication issue. So I have had dudes that was like, look, you know, these is my days of work. You know, this is what's going on. So if I, they communicate with me, this is what's going on. So you stop communicating with me. I stop communicating with you again. Some of you bitches be sitting up here, be envious or be thinking like, oh, wow, he just loves her so much. That motherfucker don't give a fuck about me. He don't. All he see me as is a walking fucking dollar bill and then gave me a super short at that. Okay. If a motherfucker was like, here goes six figures. Oh, I'm going to go sit the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck if I'll never see you the fuck again at all. Just hit me up with the end of the contract. You trust me, you adore me, or else you wouldn't have did X, Y, Z. I'm not in the business of playing 1994 games. I'm not. Everything these old motherfuckers do is always a game. See if she do this. See if she do that. Motherfucker, I'm solid. There's nothing nobody's going to tell you other than the bitch is crazy, but she's solid. All the little bitch do is go to work and go back in the house, and I'm tired of that shit, okay? I'm not the type of bitch that go back and tell every time somebody I think he might know, try to holler. I'm not the type of bitch to say, I know this motherfucker that owns this store or owns this car lot or owns this over here is trying to holler, and I don't even have the heart to say why I can't fuck with you. If I see that you friends on Facebook with the motherfucker, I, ain't, I, I can't talk to you, okay? I kept this shit clean. I kept this shit tight. I kept shit just between us. But at the end of the day, especially with the holidays coming, you have to take care of your people. And I think that a lot of y'all don't realize that there's a lot of niggas sitting in jail because they didn't take care of their people. There's a lot of niggas sitting in jail mad at their bitch because they cheated on her with 27 other bitches and mad she don't want to do the bid. No, she don't want to do the fucking bid because, nigga, when you was free, you treated her like shit. What the fuck you mean? See, I I don't invest in people's karma bank like that. Okay, and I don't do things for people, not always. I don't, I don't always do things for people knowing that I am going to get a favor back. But I would rather somebody owe me a favor than owe me some money. Money, I can go get some money. I would rather you owe me a favor, okay, because I honor that. And there's not a lot of bitches out here that's going to honor a contract that states that you can't have other partners. Meanwhile, there's entire marijuana companies out on the fucking West Coast that's trying to get my shea butter. I can't even sit down with the nigga and even explain to him what that means. You think these motherfuckers give a fuck about five racks buying you out of it? They don't fucking care. They don't care. And these are motherfuckers that don't even want to fuck me, Not at least not up front. My product is good. Everything is good. My labeling is good. I'm going into a new marketing campaign with the sixth most popular motherfucking marketing firm in the country, okay, that just so happens one of my girls works there. So it's just like I I just don't understand what the fucking point was, and especially since – and then, again, the the pimp shit comes into mind. And it's like, did this nigga really think – so I get offended. So this is the shit that I don't tell you on the Instagram pages because I knew what he had going on, 
Okay, but this is not how it started. So remember I told y'all, like, if they started out like this and then da-da-da-da-da, no, this motherfucker switched up midway. That's exactly what happened in my marriage, which let me get to that, too. So that was October, you know, and I told him, I said, I know what I want for Christmas. I want out of my contract. Let me go. You can't maintain me. I said, it's just like somebody buying a fucking Maserati or buying a Bentley just to show it off and then put it in a garage with them this time to change the oil. You can't do nothing. Somebody breaks in, tears it up, vandalizes it. You can't do shit. You don't have the money to fix it. I don't require my hair done. I don't require nails. And I should have, though. I should have. I should have been asking for shit. My brother used to tell me that all the time. You would get more if you would just ask him, like, I can't do it because I don't need it. If a motherfucker want to give me something, give it to me because you want to give it to me. Don't give it to me because I'm like, oh, my God, my electric bill is due. Nigga, which electric bill? We have several. Like, what? <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Um, when I got the building, the other building that I just got, you know, um, that everybody said, oh, Unquater Building. Unk ain't bought me no motherfucking building. He really ain't bought me shit ever, to be honest with you. Yeah, he gave me the short. Yeah, he gave me the heart. But you see how the relationship started, and now it's deteriorated. Now it's to the point I can't tell you nothing about the nigga. He can't tell you nothing about me. I ain't seen him. It was always me making the effort. It was always me making sure that everything was cool. It was always me keeping them anonymous. It was always me being faithful, being loyal, not fucking with nobody. You think if I was fucking with somebody, they wouldn't be glad to tell a motherfucker, run through my pages on the Internet, they would be happy to tell it, okay? And I just, you know, it used to be back in the day that you would try to be loyal to a motherfucker because there was a silver lining, you know. Mm. Y'all, I'm drinking a Bellini. Ooh, and my brand new champagne flutes because it's been a celebratory week, um, and I just got off work. But you know, and again, I'm not I'm not dragging the man. I'm just saying, like, I just think that because I know he's gonna listen to this. There's a lot of shit that went on this year that he wasn't privy to because he had a fucking attitude or because he was mad. And instead of him communicating like, yo, you know, going forward, if you want to go out of town, just let me know because I had to find out from the Internet. I had to block him on everything, which I already know he on there somewhere looking at me. I got one of his cousins or somebody on the fucking page nieces. Um but um, it's like a third-party embarrassment because you're just like, I'm out here teaching you young ladies how to deal with gentlemen, how to deal with grown men. And, yes, Unc is very grown, but he's also older. He comes from a different time. He comes from a time where he has to test everybody and leave money out and make sure you don't steal it. And, nigga, I'm grown, okay? It's not even the point where it's like it should have got out the pot. I don't even give a fuck. And And once I get to the place where I don't give a fuck, it's time for us to part ways. It's time for us. There, there's very little that you can say or do, right? You had an opportunity to make up my birthday. You didn't, okay? You had an opportunity to celebrate our anniversary. You didn't. Our sex anniversary is actually coming up. It's actually days after Christmas. That's actually a thing, right? I just, I don't care anymore. I, I've become numb to anything that has to do with men in 2020, because it was a consistent letdown and disappointment, including ones in my own family. You know, the one time I asked you to do something after months and years of me doing this and doing that, I couldn't get it. I had to call somebody the fuck else who's not family to take me to get my belongings out of my car because obviously I couldn't call Unc, okay? When y'all hear me talking about I'm going to see Unc, I'm going to see him. That motherfucker don't come up here. The man been up here two times in a year. No, I'm sorry, two times in the last six months, seven months. Don't ever look at my situation and think, like, oh, wow, I want that. Yeah, that motherfucker bites me when he sees me. That's what animals do. Animals do shit like that. 
or he's trying to mark his territory. Mark your territory for what? You think a nigga give a fuck about a, a hickey and he can't see it because I got on a turtleneck? Niggas don't care, bro. Like, like they don't care. And now that a bitch started combing her hair because I'm coming out of, you know, the depression, we started therapy at the end of August. I got a Jamaican therapist, um, and I had to start medication. A bitch has been in a depression for, like, seven years. So, to me, somebody, like, uh, can be rekindled with that. Like, you felt very warm. You felt very loved. And then it's like they bring you to the cliff and, and drop you off. Again, <laughs> I'm fucking grown. That doesn't that doesn't work with me. You have to love on me. You have to let me know I'm appreciated, not all the time. And, again, if you can't spend the time, spend the money. You can't spend the money, spend the time. My dad wasn't the type of man that um, – told my mom, you know, I love you and shit like that. That's not what he did. That man would go out, work all fucking day, and anything she wanted, anything she needed, he provided. And nine out of ten times, matter of fact, no time she had to ask, you know, never. So I'm used to that. I'm used to seeing this interaction. I'm used to being experienced in this interaction. So I wouldn't give a fuck if you had seven other girlfriends, bitch, I get money. So as long as they getting money, which, you know, he, then he lies and says he's not invested in other businesses, that's also a lie, which would void the contract as well. So it's just like sitting here just waiting for something to die. Now, it wasn't dead in the summertime because I still had really deep, like, intense feelings, like where I was almost in love with Unc, and then he killed it. So this is what self-sabotage does. This is what happens when you're not following your treatment plan. This is what happens. Because y'all underestimate the fact that this motherfucker has mental health issues too. Remember I told you, I only date my kind. So if I'm some type of way, they some type of way too, because it's not fair for me to go and date one of your uncles or one of your fathers and shit. And this motherfucker is straight and narrow and I'm not. I break shit. I throw shit sometimes. I, you know what I mean? Sometimes I want to talk to you. You know, that doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means that I can't, we don't got shit to talk about. So um, let's see, October. So we in November. Thanksgiving happens, you know, we're getting a couple COVID cases at my job. I started staying at my writer's studio in my apartment because, A, I knew I had a stalker, which we just recently caught, and I wasn't trying to bring him all the way to my crib on the island, and I wasn't trying to bring him to my parents' crib. So, because I knew, like, you know, sometimes you're not paying attention, um, especially when you've just been on your feet for fucking eight hours, you know. So, um I've been staying at the apartment for the last 30 days. I've been able to organize everything, get the apothecary-type situation set up. I've been able to, you know, I, same thing. I have, you know, one of my people say, oh, I'll come over, I'll build the, the shelf for you. You know, it's my cousin. You think that motherfucker came over and built the shelf? They didn't. You know, so it's just like 2020 was really a year and, and, again, y'all get so mad when we be like, fuck you, I don't need you, da, da, da. When, when did I ever need a nigga and he was here? I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I, I really want to know. Like, when I say I needed a partner, I wasn't really talking about money. I was talking about somebody that was going to share responsibility, somebody that was like, yo, I'm going to come over on um, Thursday and help you box this shit up. Yo, on Tuesday I'm going to help you deliver this. And it's crazy because in the beginning, that's how it started. He's like, hey, if you need me to do anything, if you need me to pick this up, the one time I asked him to come pick something up, he had me sitting there for three hours. You know, and it, and it upsets me because it's like this man has no, because he does, he needs love. Um, but he needs it from the internet. He needs it from DMs. He needs it from his text messages on his city phone. He needs it from 
whoever it is that, you know what I'm saying, that he's getting it from every day. He doesn't need it from me. Okay, I am literally a non-factor. And so instead of just letting me go, like, why the fuck would you keep me around? They get like, you know, you tell me you love me and shit like that. You know, and I believe you in the moment, but that's all you could do with these niggas, baby girl. You can't, you, you can only believe them in that moment. Nigga, I ain't touched you. I don't know how much love somebody has for somebody and you ain't touched them in eight months. Sir, that's right, y'all, eight months. That shit out because, again, some of y'all are not cut out to do the shit that I do. Because had it been any other bitch, she'd been sucking dick by now. I would have had a motherfucking Range Rover paid for by now. Not just for sucking dick, but just because I'm a good, I'm a good motherfucker. Like, niggas don't mind. Dudes don't mind when you out here handling your business and doing what you need to do, you know. But but I would do the same. So this holiday season comes up. They end up catching the stalker. And I'm still not at ease. So now I got to go to court. I got to, you know, and, and it's just, it's bad. You know, and again, I don't tell my brothers and them shit because they're equally as violent. Like that's some... You know, that's like the worst thing. Like, if I have to go tell my brothers it's hammer time, like there's there's not a conversation to be had. And I don't, you know, I I just want to move on. You know, I just want to move on with everything in 2021. I don't like no loose ends. I don't like feeling unloved. I don't like feeling not appreciated. You know, at my job, we got thousands and thousands of dollars every year as bonuses because they like, thank you for getting to the money. Thank you for being loyal. Thank you for coming to work on time. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for, you know, not slandering the company. I don't get rewarded for shit. Motherfuckers are rewarded dog, but you ain't rewarded me. And again, we ain't talking about money. We just talking about like, I don't even need a pat on the head right now. I don't need shit. So, again, don't ever look at my situation and think that you could do what the fuck I do, okay, because it hurts. It's very hurtful. You know, a bitch could have been out here, a bitch could have been out here dead <laughs> in 2020. I wouldn't have and, and don't worry, the funeral was already paid for it. You see what I'm saying? But when he goes missing, the first thing in my mind is, is he okay? Did some, you know, did somebody in the family die? Like, is everything all right? And I'm constantly trying to make excuses. And 2021 ain't no excuse. <laughs> now, if, you, if you got $3, ain't no excuse for you to not be able to do this. And then again, like I said, like if a motherfucker was like, yo, I can't come up there because I got a tracker on my phone and da 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 or I'm on house arrest, okay, now we getting somewhere. All right, what can I do? So just so y'all know, I'm the only person that was sustaining the relationship. That nigga don't want me. And I could tell y'all that going into 2021. He don't. He liked the way I look. He liked the idea of me. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't touch that nigga. So when y'all see me doing what I do in 2021, make sure you understand that I went through an actual and literal hell with Hades himself, okay, and all the instability and kept quiet about shit, never ratted on that nigga, never, you know, posted nothing really where you could really tell who he was. I, I posted a picture of him once, but it was like the back of his head, and the only person that knew who that was was actually the person that introduced him for the second time. He was like, you welcome. I was like, you all right, you all right. So, with that being said, I need to address another situation. And well, Uncle's always gonna be love. It's just like nigga, just let me go. Just, just if you, if you, and it's not even an if you can because I don't even want to give a motherfucker hope. Like it's like nigga, you you ruined it. Like it's dead. Like there's nothing you could do. Even if I fucked you, I wouldn't even know 
Like, like really? Like, for what? I, I'm not into the pent-up shit. I like to show love every day. I don't just bottle up my shit and then give it to somebody or bottle everything up and be like, oh, here's, here's 100000 here's this, here's that. I was testing you. Nigga, fuck you. I don't need to be tested. I'm fucking grown. You can run my name through the street. They're going to tell you the same fucking thing, deal, and I definitely don't play with people's money. Everybody get their money back, okay? If you couldn't afford to maintain what we were doing, then just say that and drop off the face of the earth. And it's my fault because y'all know that like a couple times I was like, no, 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 you know, why are you trying to do this? Motherfucker, just talk to me. And now we in a situation where it's just like, yeah, I love you, but, you know, what the fuck that got to do with anything? You ain't did shit for me this year. Motherfucker, I literally almost died like three times. You weren't even around. You're not even the person I call when I get my accomplishments anymore. I don't call you no more because for what? Matter of fact, let's keep it G. I don't call that nigga at all. I think in the last year, I don't call this man. I respond. I call him when he calls me, and then I'll call him back if I miss the call. Okay? So now let me get on the last piece. And this is just an example of, of what. So, you know, 2020, 2020 was stellar for me. Um financially, business-wise, we made some more connections. Like I said, they just invited me to be on the committee for the Buy Black Buffalo uh, for the branch in Niagara Falls and going up there to meet the people on Saturday. They have an excellent podcast. We, you know, we talked about business. They ordered some beard oil. So it's just when you are in a level of ascension, some of the shit that you did when you was down in the dumps is not acceptable anymore. You can wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what, whatever the fuck I did yesterday, I'm not doing that today. You know what I'm saying? And and then, you know, Unc said some shit the other day, like, oh, I'll show you if you don't leave me. Man, listen, you already been gone. I'm already gone. So, nigga, just let's just agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you come in with a renegotiation, like, okay, we'll talk to each other once a month and then we'll, we'll link back up. Okay, then we can finish the contract. Other than that, like, I, I don't want to have no type of half-assed relationship with somebody because I'm like, this ain't even no cat bitch. I'm not a cat bitch. I pay my own bills. I got this crib because, A, I was going to rent it out, but because he was like, yeah, go ahead and get it. That motherfucker been over here two times. <laughs> and that bitch is still handling her business. This I ain't no broke-ass, bum-ass bitch, and I think that's what a lot of men like the beta females because you could be in control. The problem is, is that those same beta females would not have passed all these tests. That's why you be doing what the fuck you be doing because at the end of the day, you know they didn't pass. It's almost like you wanted them to do that to you. I don't do shit like that, but when I leave, I leave clean. Bitch, don't speak to me in public. It was nice meeting you. We had a good time. Let's hug and let's give each other a pound and move on. Take this cashier's check. We good. You know what I'm saying? And Christmas is coming in. It's really sad because I had something um, sent for him. I had something sent for him that was very personalized. And I ain't talking about the shit. Remember, I told you I got him something. I got him something completely different. And and I always just feel like it's a parting gift. It's just like I I, I don't want a motherfucker to feel like I'm ungrateful because I'm not. But, motherfucker, come on. You know, I, I spent that type of money on my son's 13th birthday party, you know. And um, I just feel like there's parts of him that I don't know about and parts of him that he ain't trying to let me see. So, shit, let me go. Because I'm not going to ask again. <laughs> I'm asking being courteous. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you the opportunity to speak and say, okay, moving forward, this is what we could do. This is what, you know, and then you have to stand on it. Okay? 
I have been so disappointed and let down by men in 2020. It don't make no sense. And it ain't even just unk. It's like motherfuckers just in my circle or motherfuckers that I know or motherfuckers around. So I find out I get a letter from the IRS the other day. First of all, my son lost his fucking mind the other day. Yes. Lost his motherfucking mind. I had to tell him to go fuck himself. So that was what all that shit was that you saw on my page where I was like, you know, my son threatened me in the sense of like, I want to do the people of dear auntie know how you are as a parent. I said, you're right, because I don't talk about parenting and I really don't talk about my love life. Well, let's chat. So I posted some things, not nothing too deep, but my son, because he's an only child to me, he has two sisters in Texas with his daddy, um, who was on his third divorce. Um, and on my nerves, he uh, he got confused, my son. And I told him, I said, I'm not a nice person. And I, I posted a picture of Denzel on fences. I ain't got to like you. I go to work all day, every day. And he said, oh, you talk to this person more than you talk to me. You talk to Motherfucker, you don't be wanting to talk to me. Your whole room, your, your fucking room look like a goddamn living room, and you don't want to talk to me. You go in your room and do what you do. You sit on a fucking $2,000 computer. That's what you do. I pay for all that. Me. Whether your daddy paid that month or not, you know, it, it don't matter. So he's in a situation where he got confused because he thinks he has rights. Well, my friends, I ain't your friends. You got one black friend. That's not my problem, okay? Hmm. The eclipse fucked everybody up. All the kids was acting crazy. But I just don't ever recall disrespecting my mother like that. And my mother, speak of the devil, has been coming through super strong lately. Like, she made me get my child. My son used to love Tickle Me Elmo. And Cause, K-A-W-S, the artist, has these tickle, has these Elmo dolls, Sesame Street dolls with, like, the blacked out eyes. So spent fucking $100, got him one of those just for, you know, vintage purposes. And, you know, bought him a bunch of clothes because I couldn't find him no PS5. I get the call about the PS5 from Rochester. Dude was going to bring it down to me. $1,000. My son don't know this, and it's popping shit to me. That's what I'm going to take it back. Somebody else can enjoy it on Christmas because you got me fucked up. And I explained to my son all the time. You talked yourself out of that. You talked yourself out of one of your friends coming to Vegas. You talked yourself out of a lot of stuff. Keep talking. It's saving me money. You have no leverage. You want to get a driver's license so you could do what? Where's your car? Well, I was going to know the fuck you wasn't. <laughs> The delusions, okay? You know, and then I find out I get this letter from the IRS, and then we're going to close it out. And it says that somebody used my son's social security card and claimed it as a dependent. Now, we all know who that was. And what's funny is the irony of it is it happened in 2019. They snatched like 10 racks out of my ex-husband's account and put it in my son's account, like, for his, like, child support, whatever. He called my son crying, him and the bitch that he was married to. And, um, well, actually, that's the other thing. They were never really married. Um, they just, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. So, anyway, they got back, like, so much money, and the government stuff they hand in their bank account and put it in mine. Now, that's a lot of money to get back because I don't get taxes back. I owe every year. I'm thankful if I break even, but I don't. I, this year I might break even, but for the most part, I don't get taxes back, period, ever, in years. So I realized that the reason that I can't find my son's Social Security card is because in 2017 when I brought him down there before Harvey hit, Hurricane Harvey, 
I gave him his insurance card and I gave him his social security card. Sir, you all really took shit too far. And this is this is the importance of not having a bum ass, raggedy, motherfucking shisty ass bitch around you. See, my ex husband don't got it in him to do no shisty weird shit because he barely speaks English. Finding a motherfucker barely speaks English. Gets to the money but barely speaks English. Your bitch told you, like, oh, well, we could just do this and we could just do that because he stayed two months here in the summer. No, bitch, it has to be six months or better, okay? You know every fucking thing, though, okay? And the irony of it all, which is what what people mean when they say, like, I don't got to do shit. My ancestors going to step in long before I know anything's going on. I didn't know nothing. You claimed my son, right, because I don't get anything back anyway. You claim my son. They took the money that you claimed him with and gave it to me. <laughs> That's what the fuck you get. And then, 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 wait, listen, y'all. This is this is why twenty twenty one gonna be different. The man asked me like like six months ago, and over the summer. Could I write a letter to the state of Texas saying that I don't want his child support sent to Texas because I know our child support order is in Florida. So I said, sure, no problem. They sent me the thing because, you know, Texas will have you in the claim. They'll have you working on a chain gang, the whole shit. They automatically look into your, your records every two years, you know, and adjust the child support accordingly. You ain't got to do shit. So I write the letter, not a big deal because, I'm, you know, I've moved on. I'm good. You know, I was with Uncle at the time. And, um, this motherfucker, to find this shit out, I ain't even going to say shit to the man about it. But one thing I will say is this. You don't get many solid or pure people in your life. And so even if you see something that's evil but it's pure, you're not going to see that often. You're not going to see somebody who is allowing you to do this shit knowing damn well that in less than two weeks, she going to assume her motherfucking ultimate form. And if you she talked to you, that's cool. If she don't, that's what's up. But don't ask the bitch no questions. Who you about to get in 2021? And if I'm telling you it's coming, it's already here. When I, when I fuck with somebody, I got tunnel vision. I don't, I don't see nobody else. They see me, but I don't see nobody else. And you get tired of soliciting you, like, you know, why don't we go to dinner? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? And I really, in my soul, at certain points, was, like, scared. Like, no, I don't want to do that because I don't want to cause no trouble. And I thought about, what the fuck the nigga going to do? Nigga, you not <laughs> what would you do? Like, like honestly, what would you do? you you going to run up on me and you might be in there with somebody? Are you crazy? No, you're not going to do that. And so once you get over like the general respect because there nobody's giving you any respect. I don't know what that motherfucker gonna be doing. <clears throat> to be honest with you, I know he works a lot, you know. And I would never say that the man didn't love me, but th- does he know what love is? I don't think so. Because when you love people, you want to see them. When you love people, you want to touch them. When you love people, you want to hold them. You want to make sure they're okay, nigga. I've not been okay for months, and nobody knew. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, and I tell people all the time, if it wasn't for my son, oh, I would be taking a 72-hour Baker Act hole. Easy. Easy. I'm scared for you. I'm not scared for me. Okay. Going forward, guys, make sure that you're watching. It won't be on, I don't think, this week, the Tiny and Brave, because uh, we're up on, excuse me, we're up on Christmas week. 
But um, Barbara will actually be up here staying in my African-American home with her beautiful daughter, Glory, and we're going to go flooding. But I want you guys to know, please don't ever look at my life. And my son was right. I'm not transparent about a lot of things, and I joke about a lot of things. But 2020 was hell. Um, I definitely was mistreated. I definitely was neglected. I definitely was, like, kind of cast away to the side. And you say, like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so this. Niggas don't care. They don't care. They're going to always choose a bitch that need to put cod liver oil on her edges over a bitch that's thorough and there's nothing wrong. Like, it's almost like an anxiety issue for them. It's like, there's nothing wrong. This bitch ain't cheated on me. She ain't talked to nobody. She ain't did nothing. She ain't took no numbers. But now when you start coming out of your slumber, you start feeling bad for the opportunity that you turned down to be in love or to have somebody that you can chill with on Valentine's Day that is not the same person. You know, I'm trying to go to Ellicottville. I'm trying to go fucking skiing. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, get my ass ate from the back. I'm trying to, you understand what I'm saying? And none of this is happening. That's what I mean when I tell you, don't fucking ever look at me or nobody on the Internet and think that our life is so good. And I know y'all are going to get on there and say, you too pretty for that. Meet my uncle, meet my dad, meet my cousin, meet this, meet that. You're right, okay? But I'm actually, it's not even my look. I'm actually a good fucking person. Like, I literally, the way that people do me, I cannot do that to them. And I pay my people. You know, I had to sit there on the Internet and order something like 26 gifts. My immediate family is small. It's like five of us, you know. Um, But I ordered shit because I want to let people know, thank you. You put some money in my pocket this year. And I ain't talking about, I'm talking about my, my, you know, uh, conglomerate of people. You put some money in my pocket. Thank you. Take this. You know, I thought about you. This looks like you. Take this. You know, I wasn't as thoughtful as I normally am because I don't feel like going to the mall because I'm in a, a weird space right now where things are moving around and I'm starting to come up out of my slumber. And there's nothing that I hate more than somebody that knows that there's something wrong with you. And then not to say that they prey on it, but they fuck with you anyway. You know, if you know, like I'm telling you that I have all these issues and then I have abandonment issues and then I have this and then I have that, I gave you the blueprint really of how to hurt me, Right? Well, I'm still trying to figure out what's going to detonate you. And that's when shit gets bad. I study my men, all of them. Whether I see you or not, I study I study what you're doing on the Internet. I study what you're doing in day-to-day life. There's always somebody that knows somebody that I know. You know, and so going forward in 2021, guys, you got to stop looking at people on the Internet. Remember that you must die. So the reason I've entitled the show with Memento Mori is really it's more so about karma. Hmm. My karmic bank is empty Okay I ain't did nothing to nobody I've been, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do I lead with pure intentions You know, and if that um, Isn't good enough I can't I can't do people how they would do me Because I just feel like I'm going to get a consequence for that And I'm really not in a phase in life right now Where I want to continue having consequences For loving people Or consequences for not loving somebody You know we have so many people that passed away this year, you know, so many subtle reminders that this time that we have on, on this realm is not long, you know. So I'll take, you know, a nap date. I'll take, you know what I'm saying, Ellicottville. I'll take going to dinner and just hanging out and, you know, I'll take all those things. And unfortunately, Unc made it very easy for somebody else 
to take his place because he didn't make himself anything but disposable. You know, and, and, and in any business, I had to explain this to my son, you don't have leverage. Money is not leverage unless you have copious amounts of it, okay? Money is not leverage. A, a, a watch is not leverage. The way you treat people is leverage. No, I'm not leaving that motherfucker because I'm not going to be able to find nobody to do X, Y, Z. That's the real pendant. So I love when I have to walk away from the situation and change everything up and move and do all that other shit because you won't find me. Like, I might still be around, but you ain't going to find me. You're going to be going to the wrong house, dialing the wrong number, looking for the wrong car. That's the type of shit that I do when I'm tired because I don't feel like having a conversation about why we should stay in each other's lives and we're getting ready to start hurting each other because I can see it coming. Unless there's, like, some huge, like, change, that shit is dead, man. Come on. And I'm sorry that I even tried to continue it, but it's like every day I've been waking up angry, angry because I was in the doctor's by myself, angry because I was in the hospital by myself, angry because I got to go to court by myself. Um, And I just didn't say, you know, you you ever just like, you're like, this nigga don't care, so I ain't going to tell him. You know what I mean? That's how my son talks to his dad. He talks real surface to him, like, yeah, dad, school was great. I ate a sandwich. All right, love you too. Bye. That's my conversations with my son and his father. You know, I'm an intellect. I like to talk. I like to, you know what I'm saying, learn things. And I really feel like, and I told him this, I said, I want to learn something and I didn't learn anything about how to live without the nigga. That's really all I learned. You know, and so the feeling back from December or even February of last year, I, I wouldn't even know how to tell somebody how to do that. You know, do, do you really want it so why? So I could trust you and then you fucking fall out the face of the earth for six months again. But y'all, what I can tell you is I was thorough. I did what the fuck I was supposed to do. And now auntie is just in a situation where it's just like, I can't, I can't do that anymore because all I'm doing is giving and I'm not receiving anything in return. Not no love, not no sex, not no dick, not no pussy, ate, not nothing. I'm not. It's not, again, y'all know it's not about the money. I'll take the money, but it's not, it's not about that, you know. So when I'm in a situation and when you're in a situation where you feel like, and again, it's not some usury shit, it's just a nigga don't give a fuck. And he'll be like, oh, don't say that. You know, it's not true. Nigga, it really is. Show me then. And I give you opportunity to show me, and then you don't. So it's just like, it's just like I can't do nothing with you, nigga. Just, just take your money back. It was nice meeting you, and we could just part ways and leave it at that. You know, I asked for the contract to be broken for my Christmas present, and he's like, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, oh, I know what I'm going to get you. Listen, I'm still waiting on my Christmas tree. Motherfucker said he was going to pay me a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I told him today, never mind. That's the type of shit I put up with, y'all. That's all unk. Okay, you don't want that. You know, you want somebody that's going to show up for you in the hospital. You want somebody, especially if they put you there. I'm not talking about, like, abuse or anything like that. You're going to want somebody that can show up for you with a stalker. you got to look somebody that literally wanted to kidnap you and kill you in the face. You know, that caused me to come in this apartment the one night and fucking vomit because my nerves were so bad because I had PTSD from being in abusive relationships with Nixon, you know. So this is the most dangerous time technically for me because it's like I'm trying to leave a situation peacefully, and it's just really never happened like that for me. You know, they they always want to fight or they want to not let you go or they, try, you know, or they try to get you back and everything is cool for like a month and then it goes right back. And I just, I'm not doing that in 2021. So, guys, everybody must die. 
And so now that we know that everybody must die, you have to take the necessary precautions to make sure that you live every day to your fullest. I didn't live to my fullest in 2020. I didn't. I was hindered by and blinded by somebody that I loved and somebody that I cared about, somebody that I just thought so highly of that really just kind of put me on the shelf like an Annabelle doll. And, and again, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of lawsuits that have, could have been curved. There's a lot of people that wouldn't be in jail had you just treated your people properly. You don't handle people no type of way. You have to look at each and every person and say, this is how I'm going to deal with this person. Okay. I don't handle everybody no type of way because I don't know when I'm handling a grenade or not. Okay. I'm not to be fucking played with. I'm worth some Wu-Tang Clan. I ain't nothing to fuck with. So, and then, you know, like y'all know this about me. If y'all been listening to the show and things like this, there is no such thing. I really be hoping that niggas be the exception, but 100% of the time they're the rule. You know, there there was no exception here. You didn't do nothing that somebody didn't do to me, you know, 20 years ago. And that's sad. You're too old for that shit. Don't forget, you older than me. You look good, but, you know, you're older than me. What the fuck you want? I feel like DMX. The fuck <laughs> what you bitches want from a nigga? You know, so in the end, like I said, next week we're going to do a show about, you know, remember you must always live. And the reason, like I said, that the show is called Memento More is because I'm out here you know, having life-altering and <clears throat> life-threatening incidences happening to me. I had so many spiritual awakenings this year. I'm reading the card on com. The last day to get your readings is the 21st. I don't charge that much right now. Typically, it's a half-hour to a one-hour reading. But all of those things, and much like in the way that I was disgusted by my husband, like I wouldn't have had to start all these businesses had you been doing what you were supposed to do by our son. I wouldn't have had to, and that's I, that's how I feel right now. Like, I wouldn't have had to go to all these places by myself, pitching my sales pitch and doing all this shit and getting on the committee for this and getting on the committee for that if you was really my silent partner. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we didn't even make it to the magic show, which you were supposed to go to, and I'm like, no, shit, how is that going to happen? And so it's just disappointing that motherfuckers be shapeshifters in the middle of a relationship. But anytime you have two people doing something, it's a relationship. And then on top of that, you think I'm stupid. You think I don't know about the texting and the, you know, the, you know, the, like, I don't care, man. That's somebody else's problem. But, guys, Christmas is next week. I hope that y'all are done shopping. Um, I definitely hooked everybody up that took care of me this year because in 2021, everything is going to be about me. Everything is about me getting everything that, I deprived myself of this year because I deserve it. I, I didn't deserve this. And um, <clears throat> I won't wish this on nobody, you know, and because it's hurtful, you know. You alone in hospital rooms. You alone on certain holidays. You alone, you know, and the motherfuckers live it. Like, imagine somebody living 30 minutes away and they telling you they can't come see you. In the house that you got, because that's what he told you to do. $9,000 later. You know, but all right, guys, just so y'all know, that was a transparency post. You won't hear me really talk too much more about Unc anyways, because I think he's going to go ahead and just let me out the contract once he hears this shit, because he's going to be furious. And maybe he doesn't see it. Maybe he doesn't think that it was that bad because he's done far worse than others. I'm not others, motherfucker. I'm me. But, guys. I'm going to let y'all go with a little lady that you know I love, Miss Tiana Taylor. And, you know, it's the same thing. I feel the same way, sis. Like, she 
it was like, you know, she wasn't nominated for nothing. And she's like, bitch, I had 176.5 million streams. How the fuck I wasn't nominated for no awards, no this, no that. And it's just, it'd be like the audacity of you. Like, nigga, you, <laughs> like, I, I put the work in. I did everything I was supposed to do, and I still don't get no recognition. I don't get no award. I don't, I don't get nothing. I can't, I can't get, like, a fucking a tin of cookies or nothing. Like, I can't, look, you can't do nothing to let me know. So then it's just the same thing like I told my son. When I do everything for somebody, the next step in my psychopathic way is to start taking shit off the table. Oh, no, nah, that's not up for negotiation. I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't give a fuck what you're going to do. It's not up for negotiation. Now I start taking things off the table because when your table was full, you didn't give a fuck about that. You didn't give a fuck. You took advantage. You thought that, they, that everything was going to be copious all the time. I just told my son this the other day. It's okay when I'm spending money, but if I start taking shit off the table, now you want to act right. You didn't have leverage. Don't do that. This is my business, self-made, not man-made. And I would pray that none of y'all ever get into a situation. And, yeah, it's brand a contract by the attorney. And, of course, it's, it's not a hard contract to get out of, but I want to go freely. You know, let us go free. I want to go freely. It's not that I want to leave the man. It's I want to leave the situation. If I could just have him and it was, it was just me and him and just, like, us trying to, you know, partner up and do work and, you know, do what we do and love on each other when we do it, that would be great. But it's not. It's me and 50 other motherfuckers. I'm literally in last place, and I'm the bitch that literally goes and gets money, okay? But, guys, I'm going to leave you with Tiana Taylor, and this is one of my little favorite songs, and this is another reason why she shouldn't win a Grammy because this and then her new album that just came out, man, listen, is too ridiculous. And this is just kind of how I feel in 2021 because now we're ready to receive certain things. You know, I wasn't always ready to receive certain shit, but I am now. Why is this not letting me play her? They don't want me to play this one. I'm going to have to play her other track then. This thing is literally looking at me like, no. But now we'll see if this one will play. There we go. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.